Hello there, lovely ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Ghost Encounters Global Podcast. Welcome back. I hope you're enjoying it. I've wrote quite a few blogs in regards to how Ghost Encounters Global began. The very beginning. If you want to read those blogs, then just Google Ghost Encounters Global Events and have a look at our website. But what I decided to do was read a few of those. So sit back, relax and listen to how it all started. Chapter 1. The beginning of Ghost Encounters Global. I thought you'd like to know how it all started. Well, the same as most groups or paranormal enthusiasts. Just before Christmas four years ago, I watched an episode of Ghost Adventures. On this episode, they captured a strange voice through a dictaphone. I remember this couldn't be possible, so I decided that day to buy my own. In fact, it's the same one I use now. That weekend, I stayed in Robiners Bay in Yorkshire, an old smuggler's town by the coast. I visited an old church that's no longer used. This church was on top of a large hill with amazing views. The church had hardly been touched and the gravestones dated back to smugglers' days. They were still present. This place was so magical. This was during the day when I sat in the church talking to myself. Yes, I felt a little bit silly, but after half hour I forgot all about it. During this time, I didn't get any responses, so gave up. Luckily, on my way out of the church, I turned the dictaphone on. After listening back a few days later, I heard the voice of an old lady, clear as day, saying, You are stupid. After this, I freaked out and didn't use it for a couple of weeks. After this time, I couldn't help myself and returned to the old church many, many times, talking to myself and sometimes getting responses from the same female. It is clear she didn't like me very much, as the responses were always, get him out or go away. Since then, I began getting a little bit addictive, and that's how it's all started. Part 2 Whilst in my favourite seatowed town of Robiners Bay in Yorkshire, I stumbled across the town's museum. This place, although small, has so much history. It used to be the morgue whereby fishermen who washed up ashore were kept. There are still wooden hooks on the wall, and although I'm not sure what the hooks were used for, I could probably guess. The museum celebrates the long smugglers town history, and although it's called Robiners Bay, there is no actual link to the green-tighted man himself. Whilst wandering around this two-storey small building, I overheard the staff members talking about the spooky happenings they had heard or seen. One was of the sound of someone going up and down the stairs. I was intrigued by this and joined in the conversation. 
They were fascinated that I investigated strange things and gave me permission to investigate overnight. I couldn't believe my luck. That night I spent a few hours in a museum along with one other. Not only did we capture strange disembodied voices and lights turning on and off, but the sound of footsteps going up and down the stairs. These footsteps were really clear and captured on a static camera situated at the bottom of the stairs. You cannot see anything, but you can definitely hear it. The footage can be heard on our group. I have since returned to the museum a number of times and captured many things, including a male spirit swearing at me. Uh, yep, there's nothing unusual about that. There seems to be a male upstairs and a female downstairs. I'm not sure why, but if you get a chance to visit, maybe you can ask. It is still one of my favourite places to visit. <laughs> Within the first few months, I spent many weekends within the old smuggler's town of Robiners Bay, and in particular the old church on the hill and the museum, which was once the morgue. One evening, after an investigation, I was approached and asked if I would investigate an old church directly opposite the museum. It was due to be turned into flats, or perhaps a business premises. The owners was intrigued and wanted to know if it was haunted, so how could I say no to that? The next night I was given the keys and we let ourselves in. I was with one other and we were excited about the prospect of what we would find inside. The building was large and all open plan with only a few small side rooms. As many old churches the ceiling was really high with massive windows and all the walls. The inside was bare with only some old furniture stacked up ready to be disposed of. This was early evening and the sun was shining through the window. Such a tranquil place, although creepy. When the sun went down we started to investigate. Not much to start with, but we carried on. We kept seeing shadow figures shooting about the place but thought it was our imagination until I put a locked off camera facing the back wall. Within minutes of putting the camera there we both saw a large black figure shoot across the back wall and window. I couldn't believe my luck. I captured it on camera. It is very small, slim and moved incredibly fast. Even slowed down, it was hard to make out. Not many have captured shadow figures so I was really excited about it. And yes, the footage can be viewed on the group. So next we sat uh, on the floor and just called out with the dictaphone on. During the next couple of hours, we would again see shadow figures and capture the voice of a kindly spoken male. The male confirmed his first and last name, which is really unusual. He confirmed the year it was and had what I thought was an American accent. This was amazing because you don't normally get so much detail. So much happened that night that made me start to believe this stuff was real. It is unfortunate at that time I didn't use to go live, so it would have been interesting if we could have gone live. The next day we reported our findings to the owner. He was intrigued and asked us to contact the Robin Hood's Bay Historic Society and asked them to check the records. I emailed them as requested and started to Google the location myself. 
there was no actual history of the building at all. A few months later, after thinking they'd forgotten me, uh, they reported back to say a missionary of that name from Canada died uh, in the year stated. I was so blown away. And not only did we hear the voices, but the historical society confirmed that that person was there. This is when I became a believer and started to investigate with new purpose. I do love this stuff. So Robinus Bay is where it all started for me. The old smuggler's seaside town has so many memories. The streets and alleyways haven't changed since those dark times. The houses and buildings hold so many memories from days gone by. There are tunnels underground that the smugglers used to use to distribute their ill-gotten gains. In fact, one of those tunnels comes out of the fireplace at the vicarage. I'm not sure what the vicarage wanted from these black marketeers, but I don't think it was holy water. So one night I remember walking around at night, probably for the first time alone at night, with my trusted recorder recording everything. The first quarter call was narrow alleyway with terrace star houses to the right and a few weirdly shaped houses to the left. This was known as the Bolts, aptly named because press gangs uh, coming to get victims for their ships would hold their newly acquired shipmates. Some of these would uh, regain consciousness and make a run for it, hence Bolts. They would generally be recaptured and then be forced to work on ships for a very long time without returning home. I was just walking up and down the alleyway trying to look like a, well trying not to look like a burglar. Let's face it, I wear black and look a little bit dodgy. After a few minutes of recording I listened back and could clearly hear a dog bark. This happened a few times although I couldn't hear that with my own ears. I also captured the voice of a male shouting for help. It was as clear as if the person was next to me. But once again, I couldn't hear it without the recorder. I continued walking around the bay, and once outside the old police station, I stopped for a second. I asked a few questions and was later shocked with the response received. An elderly sounding kindly gentleman said now then it was so clear with all the use of the device it just kept rewinding and listening to it for me at the time now then didn't mean anything later i found out it was a yorkshire greeting still used today meaning how are you or what's up so that recording's on the group as well might be worth a listen I spent a few hours walking around the bay and picked up a youngest shounding male that kept telling me he wanted to kill me. At the time I was nervous and deleted this footage without hesitation. I wish I'd kept it now. Anyway, this male sounded like he was from a different time zone. He didn't have a Yorkshire accent and just sounded aggressive. I think uh, once the travel restrictions uh, are finished, I'm going to go back to that uh, seaside town and maybe connect with one or two of these spirits 
And this time, as we go live, you can join us. Thanks very much.